Everyone keeps talking about Cody Bellinger, but is it actually smart for the Yankees to go after him? You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. With me as always is my producer, Steve Granato. Steve, what's going on? Hey, what's up, Stacy? Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks so much for clicking on the show here today, especially our everydayers. Really appreciate it. We are still five days a week here, even during the off season. And today, Stacy, we're going to be debuting this brand new series we are calling Making the Case. We're going to be taking a look at some of the top free agents here in the off season and giving you the pros, the cons, and a final verdict. So let's go ahead and do that today, Stacy. We wanted to ta- start with maybe the biggest name arguably. And a year ago, it didn't feel like this day would come. (laughs) No, it did not. (laughs) We're going to talk about Cody Bellinger today, which that has been one of the biggest, I don't know, the the biggest stories already here of the off season, save the Juan Soto sweepstakes, right? That's (laughs) that's the two ones. So Stacey, why don't you go ahead and introduce the Cody Bellinger stuff, uh, nuts and bolts and things that uh, everyone needs to know. Okay. The big one that every Yankee fan wants out of someone that the Yankees could possibly get. He's a left-handed bat. That's the biggest thing. He provides you with outfield help, which the Yankees always need. And he could be a third string slash platoon first baseman because he's done that too. And the Yankees also always need that for some reason. So there are a bunch of things that he plugs. He plugs right in there. Yeah, he fills many holes the Yankees are looking for. He would very clearly be uh, option number one in center field uh, for the next year. Um, He would be behind LeMahieu at first if Rizzo goes down. So it gives you some flexibility if you needed to put Judge in center field over him for some reason. Belly could play a corner outfield spot too. So there are things there that really help out. Stace, I wanted to also start with Major League Baseball trade rumors, MLBTR. We've talked about them in the past. It's the offseason. Get familiar if you've never used them before. They do an annual projection of the top free agents, the top 50 free agents of the contracts they think will be handed out. And the number two guy behind Shohei Otani, of course, is Cody Ballinger. MLB trade rumors predicts Cody Ballinger will receive a contract of 12 years 264 million now before you come screaming at me saying no (laughs) hold on hold on i i did a dive on last year's top 50 and i looked at the top nine guys i will say their projection and the actual contract they got okay aaron judge eight years 332 actual nine years 360 carlos correa this comes with a lot of caveats. Nine <laughs> years, 288. Actual, 6, 200. Of course, again, million caveats there. Trey Turner, 8, 268. Actual, 11, 300. Xander Bogarts, 7, 189. Actual, 11, 280. Dansby Swanson, 7, 154. Actual, 
seven, 177. Jacob deGrom, three, 135. Actual, five, 185. Brandon Nimmo, five, 110. Actual, eight, 162. They were very close on many of them. Again, save Carlos Correa. If anything, on the top nine guys, they were actually under on a lot of them. The average mm-hmm. annuals were pretty darn close. So I looked at 12-264 for Bellinger. I went, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. The receipts say trade rumors is not too far off. Yeah. And people I, like me, because we discussed this before we started recording, I forgot how young he still is because he's still under 30 because he started when he was young. He made his debut um, when he was just 21. So 12 seems too long for me. Maybe 10 with the same average. I mean, it's a lot, but I feel like people are giving out those contracts now. I mean, yeah. You saw me mouthing along to the DeGrom one because I I had written about DeGrom so many times this season for the other job that I have. And I know that contract inside and out and uh, and the Bogarts one also. So it was kind of funny as you were reading them off. I'm like, yeah, 11. Yeah. Uh huh. (laughs) The Trey Turner one surprised me, actually, out of all of those that he got that much, because if he can get that much, I think Cody Bellinger could probably get 12 264. We'll get there. We'll get there. That's later on. Um, Stacey wanted to go through his career a little bit. Also give you the pros of his career. Of course, you guys know the accolades. Rookie of the year, MVP, two-time All-Star, a gold glove, a silver slugger, an NLCS MVP. Of course, that all happened before the big one, the shoulder injury in the 2020 NLCS. um, And obviously really hurt his numbers after that. 2021, 2022, way down. Abysmal. Awful. Every bad adjective in the book you could describe Cody Ballinger's play in 2021, in 2022, and even self-admittedly, it was a very hard time for him after the shoulder injury. He never felt like he fully healed until this past offseason. Of course, that led to him being non-tendered by the Dodgers when he was supposed to be a franchise cornerstone for years to come. The number 35 was supposed to be uh, retired at Chavez Ravine. Mm-hmm. Clearly not going to anymore. He spends one year with the Cubs. He signs a shorter one-year contract with Chicago. NL Comeback Player of the Year. Stacy, the pros of Cody Ballinger are about as pro as you can get. He is an MVP-level bat if he's there. Um, he is an above-average outfielder, has a great arm in the outfield. He's also a pretty darn good first baseman, which I think could also play if you're looking at the long game post-Anthony Rizzo in 2025. Um, and without this shoulder injury and one minor injury that sidelined him a little bit in 2023, he's had a pretty healthy career. Uh, when you look at Cody Bellinger, what are some of the pros that you see out of him? Um, I would agree with all of those. I just like that he can play in so many different spots and he plays those spots well. And if he needs to rest his shoulder, first base feels like a better place for him where he's not making so many like big throws from the outfield into the infield where first base, you know, he might have to raise his arm up occasionally, but I feel like he can hide there if he needs to, or they can DH him if they want to. Um, But yeah, I feel like 2023 also just showed his tenacity in coming back from that because, you know, coming back from a shoulder injury isn't that easy. And for him to do it as well as he did, it's pretty cool. 
Yeah, it obviously took some time. But Stacy, there's one massive number I had to bring up. We were doing research, obviously, before the episode. And we both, our eyes bulged out of our heads like Looney Tunes when we saw this number. Cody Bellinger's batting average from 2022 to 2023 on off-speed pitches. Look, batting averages and everything, but this is insane. In 2022, his batting average on off-speed pitches was 139. That was a career low. In 2023, that jumped up almost 300 points. <laughs> batting average in 2023 against off-speed pitches. Cody Bellinger hit 437, a career high. Unreal. Mm -hmm. I can't think of any number I've seen from any player jumping that significantly year to year. That is astronomically mind blowingly high. Yes. <laughs> yeah. When you read that off before, I thought, did I hear that correctly? Because <laughs> that doesn't sound right. That sounds like it's impossible for someone to improve that much, but apparently not. Yeah. And when he was back in the, you know, the 2018, 19 range, he was batting three something, you know, in the three hundreds against off-speed pitches. So that is a significant turnaround. That is also very, uh, like a very positive sign if you're looking for a longevity side of this thing. So to see him have that success on in that category alone is huge. Batting average was up in pretty much every zone that he has his contact rate, um, as well. Like his contact rate was up. There are a lot of good numbers. When, it, when you look at Cody Bellinger 2023, that align more or less with the numbers he had pre-2020, which is, again, all good science. It's not like he's some 36-year-old washed-up guy who had a, a one-off year. He still got seemingly some life in that bat when it looked like he might not. Yeah. But the 2023 turnaround is extremely encouraging. But can you trust it? Right. And that's what we're going to get into in just a second. Don't forget to leave your fan mail Friday questions here on the YouTube side. Reply to that pinned comment. Of course, you can join the Locked On Yankees Insiders Club as well. 14-day free trial. You get one-on-one -on -one text messages with your, with Stacy. You get one-on-one -on -one text messages with me. And, of course, you get information sent to you pretty much daily here, at least a couple times a week, where we're sending you information like minor league moves, transactions, things like that, rumors, and actual news. So make sure to sign up. Again, try it for 14 days if you like it. Cool. If you don't, no sweat. We'll see you here on the YouTube side. All right. We're going to step aside again when we come back. What is the downside to Cody Bellinger? That's next. Guys, we spent a lot of time talking here, right? On this show, we're always talking Yankees. We're talking baseball. We're talking pitching. We're talking all that kind of stuff. And I'm thankful that we have that connection. But today, I wanted to get a little bit more personal. We just learned that you can get a one-year supply of ED meds through Jace Medical. You realize what that means? You can bring them on an extended travel, and you'll be ready for the next supply chain issue or natural disaster causing shortages. You're covered. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your prescription for Cialis, Viagra, or Avatio. And this is possible because of our friends at Jace Medical. You can go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply of your daily medication. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. And just check out this customer review. Quote, I'm thankful for this service. 
supply chain issues caused me to cut pills in half. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year's supply. I also ordered the antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. If you or someone you love wants to get some peace of mind, you can get your year supply of any daily med. Go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember, while you're there, use that promo code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. Back here on Locked On Yankees. Hey, everydayers out there, don't forget, if you're watching this when this comes out on Thursday, that means Fan Mail Friday is tomorrow. So give us your questions. We'll be answering them on tomorrow's show. So make sure to hit subscribe and you will not miss it. Stacy, we wanted to get into the cons. Cody Ballinger is not the uh, greatest player known to man. He is not a perfect player. And there are definitely some issues. What's the one that sticks out the most to you when talking about Cody Bellinger and considering whether to sign him with the Yankees or not? I mean, I guess it's just the recent history before 2023. I know that the shoulder injury was a fluky injury, but I feel like shoulders are kind of easy to re-injure. And because it was such a fluke thing, I'm kind of afraid that it could happen again and it could, you know, derail him for another two seasons. So I'm a little worried about that. Yeah. And look, don't take that 12 years to whatever as Bible. Sure. But, but if the market is garnering 12 years for Cody Bellinger, that's a gamble, man. That is a serious gamble. Yeah. Look, I love Cody. I got Cody love. I think he's great. He's a nice kid. I think he's got a ton of talent. I think he's a very exciting baseball player. But that doesn't mean he's surefire. As a cautionary tale to Yankees fans out there, I'm going to say two words and tell me how you think about this. Oh, no. Aaron Hicks. <laughs> you thought the Aaron Hicks contract was tough a tough pill to swallow how about 12 at 250 just 12 i don't care yeah. about the money just 12 that is a long long leash and when you mention that recent history stays it's not like oh they were down years they were awful years yeah awful hard to watch mind-numbing years for cody bellinger again both for fans of the dodgers and for him just what do you do it was like you could it was like trying to solve an impossible puzzle and you know it's not like those issues can't pop up again talk about the swing and miss stuff you know prior to 2023 and even during 2023 just not as glaring the stuff upstairs is tough Cody chases and Cody misses. And that is something that um, you can work on, but it's not something that's going to go away. And it's something that will continue to go get worse as you get older and your bat speed slows down. Mm -hmm. It's just a, the law of nature. Not everybody's LeBron James. <laughs> as you get older, you get worse. It's just how it is. Um, and, and the swing and miss issues for him down and in on breaking pitches is something that you have to keep your eye out for. It's an exploitative area for him mm. um, that he will continue to, again, get worse at as he gets older. Again, he's young. He's young. He's 28. will be 29 in July. 
But uh, I think it's a, a pretty cautionary tale here to not just be like, sign Cody Bellinger and it solves all your issues. You'll never have an issue ever again. Right. <laughs> We've been snake bitten. Yeah. But but it's not just Yankee problem. This is right. any team that w- that ends up inevitably signing Cody Bellinger. Yeah. The upside is clear, but the downside is still in your face. Mm-hmm. It could blow up. And that that's where where I get. I don't know how where you stand on on uh, the negative side, like how much that wanes you. But for yeah. me, like that, that really wanes on me. Yeah, it's a little I, I just I don't know. I'm as we're recording this, I'm going back and forth because I don't know if, if the Yankees would ever give someone who wasn't already a Yankee a contract that big. You know what I mean? Like someone who played for them you know, arbitration, worked their way up, and then they gave them a big contract, like kind of like Jeter, you know? Um, I don't know. It, it's it's scary to think about how in a 12-year or even a 10-year contract, someone could be good for like maybe three, and then the last seven are just like, <laughs> you're just counting the days for the contract to be over. And that's how it felt with Hicks. It wasn't as long, but people were just like, oh my God, we can't with this guy anymore. And that was what was it five it, it was you know it wasn't that long it wasn't 12 but it was still that <laughs> that would That's be a very long career. yeah that would be a very long back end of a contract watching 40 year old cody bellinger trying to chase pitches that he can't hit it would yeah again that, that if you're giving him a 12-year contract he's got to be fringe hall of fame yeah 12 years 12 years the rest of his career and look, again, I don't, I don't want to take this trade rumors uh, projection as Bible, but I, I think, again, given the, the history of last season, how close they were on all those guys, I, I, I didn't think it would be that high. I didn't think one year would be enough. He is obviously the biggest left-handed bat save Shohei on the market, um, and it's a steep fall off after him. Yeah. But... I'd feel a lot more comfortable if those two years didn't happen. And if his name was Juan Soto, yeah. I'd feel a lot more comfortable. It's, it's just that the down was so down. It's not even like, Oh, the down was league average. No, the down was abysmal down. Um, other things to look for. We mentioned that the changeup uh, batting average was way up or the off-speed batting average was way up. But there is something to be made here, Stace. His hard hit rate was down in 2023 compared to his better seasons and by comparison to league average. He was nine points down mm. uh, when it comes to hard hit percentage. That is significant uh, below league average. While his contact rate rose, um, you know, we kind of talked about it the other day and how he worked with uh, the hitting coach in Chicago and how, you know, things kind of turned around there and they worked on his posture and worked on his hands and all that kind of things. Um, and it was, you know, obviously all worked out there. How long does that last? I- I'm still, still jury out on that. Yeah. Um, that kind of worries me just a little bit, those numbers, um, because, you know, everyone's expecting Cody Bellinger to come here and, um, you know, hit things into the short porch and hit home runs and do all this stuff. And he still can, but do you want to sign Cody Bellinger to a contract like that and have him just spraying line drives, which are fine. Or do you want him to be like the exciting player that 
earns that kind of a contract where he's hitting dingers a lot. You know, that's another thing that Yankee fans like to consider as well, because what was it? Chicks dig the long ball. I mean, everyone digs the long ball. I mean, that's never going to go away in baseball. And again, contact rate was up. Cool. But Yankee fans want those bombs hit into the short porch from a left-handed batter. And and they yeah, need they, that. It's not even just Yankees fans. The Yankees need it. Yeah, they do. It's yeah. part of the identity. It's part of success. Is Cody Bellinger the best guy to do it? I don't know. I don't know. And I think that's where a lot of people are going to be hung up here is because you just really don't know. Mm-hmm. It's not even like a, you know, a, a, an excuse. It's just like straight up, which Cody Bellinger is going to show up. And and how long are you willing to go when you're that iffy on it? I, I don't think it's as, as cut and dry as some other guys, man. I think in a different market, Cody Bellinger is, is not garnering a longer contract. No, I, I don't feel care like about the money. In- Again, it, it's not that big of a deal. But yeah. it, it's it's really the length. It's the length. Yeah, because the money, who cares? But it's the le- that's I just don't understand how teams are signing so many guys to such big contracts because you had mentioned a couple of them before. I mean, I feel like the Trey Turner one is going to be ugly. <laughs> it could be. I mean, yeah. I hope not. I like. Trey I hope Turner, it's but, not. I hope yeah. it's really good. But I feel like I also feel like in some ways the Bogarts one could be ugly, too. It's just it's so yeah. long. <laughs> it is really, really long. Um, we're not done. We're going to step aside our conclusions Would Stacy sign him Would Steve sign him and some other things to consider when we come back. Back here on locked on Yankees, Stacy, before we get to our final thoughts and our conclusions, I wanted to throw some things your way to consider Cody Ballinger obviously would be the center fielder in 2023 close not there, not ready for 2023. Remember, Spencer Jones is right there waiting in the wings who profiles very similarly to Cody Bellinger, a tall lefty who plays the outfield. Mm-hmm. Spencer Jones very clearly appears to be plans in the Yankees future. Other thing to consider, Jason Dominguez, of course, is not a shoe in to play significant time in 2023 one, because of the injury, two, because you just don't know how he's going right. to come back from the injury. And he's young anyway. It's not like he, yes, he had eight good games, really good games, but it's not like all of a sudden, oh, he's a major leaguer. And we know that for sure, 100%. And even the Yankees, wisely enough, in the midst of that train wreck of press conference availability, Brian Cashman <laughs> did mention that. And I think yeah. that's really, really smart. You mm-hmm. cannot foresee Jason Dominguez as a big part of your club in 2023. That is the right mentality to go into. Yeah. But that being said, this isn't a one-year contract you're trying to hand out to Cody Bellinger. Right. He's going to garner more than that. This is not to 2022-2023 offseason. This is 23-24. Things have changed for Bellinger. So with those things to consider, Stacy, where do you land with Cody Bellinger? Would you sign him if you're Brian Cashman, Hal Steinbrenner, and the Yankees front office? Yes. <laughs> I didn't do a good enough job convincing you otherwise. <sighs> I'm picturing an outfield of Cody Bellinger, Spencer Jones, and Jason Dominguez in like 2025, right? So you have 30-year-old, <laughs> turning 30-year-old Cody Bellinger, possibly left field. 
you have Spencer Jones center field, you have Dominguez in right field, and you give Aaron Judge a break and have him as DH because the Yankees somehow got rid of Giancarlo Stanton. <laughs> That's my dream scenario. So you get to keep Aaron Judge healthy by making him the DH. You'll put him out in the outfield occasionally just so he can move his body and stuff. But, you know, because he's also on a long contract. But then you have the rest of those guys in the outfield. So I'm picturing not 2024, but I'm picturing a little bit into the future because I feel like they're not going after Otani. They're not. They're not. Um, They need a left handed bat. He's your left handed bat. This is what you're stuck with because you didn't do it sooner than this and you have to do it and you can't do it half assed. You can't. You have to go all the way in this offseason with the way people are coming after you. So sign Cody Bellinger. Just do it. Be the Yankees and do it. Wow. That's <laughs> interesting. I'm honestly surprised because you you were just moments ago saying you're back and forth. Um, uh, yeah. I don't disagree that that sounds like a great outfield. Um, <laughs> this is where I land. My verdict. Don't sign Cody Bellinger. <laughs> if the market is 12 years, that is a hard, hard no. I am so out on 12 years. Oh, I'm not really if in the on market. <laughs> I if the market garners four, five mm. with a higher annual, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. That is much less of a gamble. Cody Bellinger hitting the free agency market in his early to mid 30s is not good for him. No. Would he sign it <laughs> if someone offers 10? Of course not. Someone offers eight or nine? Of course not. He's not going to sign that. Right. Even if the annual is lower for him. But that being said, if you don't get Cody Bellinger, the world does not end. Hmm. If you get Cody Bellinger, that doesn't make you a legitimate contender in 2024 from the get-go either. There are still so many other things that need to hit. But getting another quote-unquote down year of 2024 in the long run might not be the worst thing ever. As long as it's decent enough and you can convince Garrett Cole not to opt out and you make a legitimate play for Juan Soto, I think that's a much better play in the long run than it is because you're looking for the Band-Aid quick fix right now. I love Cody Bellinger. I said it multiple times already today. He's one of the very first players I ever covered when I got into this industry. And he was a ray of sunshine from the beginning. I loved watching him every night, and I still love watching this kid play. And I think he's a great ball player. But I think the gamble is way too risky when you consider how long that contract might end up being. You think the Stanton contract is tough. You thought the Hicks contract is tough. You thought the Donaldson contract was tough. And it was only two. (laughs) Think how tough 2029, 2031, 2033 could be of Cody Bellinger. Just consider that. And that's my final verdict. <laughs> hmm. What do you think? Down in the comments, tell us here on the YouTube side. Stacy, what else do we have coming up here this week on Lockdown Yankees? Fan Mail Friday. So drop your questions below to the pinned comment. And on subtext, our Insiders Club can do the same thing. But yeah, just ask us anything you want this week. Let's go crazy. And do a fun fan mail Friday. Yeah, let's have a fun one. It's been very baseball heavy this week. That's for sure. And like, you can still do the baseball stuff. Of course. (laughs) Have a little fun with it. Uh, Let us know how you're feeling about all that stuff in the comments section. And uh, let us know. 
Did I convince you? Or did Stacy convince you? Very curious. And uh, let us know if you like the format of this. We plan to do more of these moving on in the future by doing other free agents and things like that. So make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of those. And that's going to do it for today's Locked On Yankees. I'm Steve Granato. And I'm Stacy Gatsoulias. We'll see you tomorrow.